This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. You may have noticed my brand new logo. It was designed and created by Melanie at Cuttlefish Graphics. I was looking to rebrand my podcast, and Cuttlefish Graphics made the process so easy. The finished look of the logo and the professional files I received were amazing. On top of logos, Cuttlefish Graphics offers professional branding and websites. I could not be happier with the job that they did. To start your next project, email Melanie at CuttlefishGraphics.com. Mention you heard this ad on the Nerdball Podcast and receive a $50 discount on a new logo design. That's CuttlefishGraphics.com. C-U-T-T-L-E, FishGraphics.com. Let's start the show. This is Scott Buecher, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. See, that's a loyal listener right there. I don't even have to, to prompt you to say... And and then say the Nerdball podcast. That's perfect. It's, it's uh it's you know it. it's not my first rodeo here, Lorenzo. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I've been on a couple of times and, and listened to. I think I've listened to all of them. So that's awesome. Well, I, I, I know that. the I know the routine. <laughs> I know the routine. Well, well, thanks for filling in um, early this morning. I, I had someone had a back out. They had a scheduling conflict. It's the uh, the voice of Wayne State University. My I have a friend who uh, his name's Kevin Breckmacher. Who calls every sport at Wayne State? You know, my my wife was a student athlete at Wayne State. Oh, really? She played tennis at Wayne State. Oh, nice. Wayne State in Detroit, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He. Uh, the Warriors. The Warriors. He's, I yeah. would say it says the voice of the Warriors on the Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, that's, By the way, I've asked Lindsay to take me to Wayne State. I think ever since I've known her, and we've yet to do that. <laughs> so I've never actually seen the campus. Uh, did you actually go there? Did Lindsay actually go yeah. there? Yeah, she. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. Well, she's got a sweatshirt, <laughs> yeah, like a Wayne State <laughs> so tennis sweatshirt and yeah. a bag that look awfully official. So, <laughs> I'm assuming she did. Yeah, right. they, they look official. All right. Yeah. So, so like I said, he. So I appreciate you coming on. No problem. He, uh, that's going to be a good one though. So it's, we're he's scheduled to come on the 16th. So it'll be released the 17th. But he, I met him. He was the uh, used to be in charge of the umpires, travel baseball umpires. Okay. So I was I was excited to. He did it for a long time just to hear some some umpire stories so how does one get into being the voice of uh a team i don't know i was uh, so he lived he went to bowling green high school lived in bg for a while and now he lives up there um somewhere up there and um i don't know how he got into it so that's why i, I you know i'll find out you well, that's know? that's question number one i th- i'm pretty sure he was he did stuff for bcsn too mm-hmm. here before okay. he moved up there so that's part of it but yeah yeah I'm well you you have a friend um is it, is it Matt that that was the voice of the the, the Clippers, Clippers down yeah. there? Right, yeah, he still do, does. He that. still does that. Actually, he does. He does everything. Like he does the Clippers. He does a lot of Ohio State sports now. Too. Really? Like he he does. He's the PA guy. Okay. So he does. Um, I know basketball. He he's doing lacrosse. He he's on TikTok. So he always like his TikToks are always him. He was like, "This is like my office today," and it and it's either court or the or the wrestling. That's beautiful. Mats or the stadium where he's doing lacrosse. Yeah, so he does a lot of sports. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's he. He's so good at it, you know. And he was originally the guy who did our um, intro. Yeah, I knew that. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, so he's really good at it. Yeah, and and he loves to do it. I've talked to him about it. So I have like a two like hidden secret careers i would love to do one of them is is kind of doing that type of stuff mm-hmm. that's why i love like announcing the junior high track meets and all oh, those yeah. all those things the other one is and I, i've told I've, I've told my boss this the superintendent because he came in one day and saw me on the microphone in the cafeteria and he goes wow you're really good at that and i said well i have a hidden confession to make for you mr hostler so <laughs> he said what i said well, one of my career ambitions is to be a Nickelodeon game show host. I'd love to do that. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I want to bring back either uh, Global Guts yeah. or Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay, yeah. So two, two of my uh, secret ambitions there. Yeah. I, I'm assuming you watched those when you were younger too, right? I love Global. I love Guts. Of course. I mean, did, did you not my, watch those? Mike O'Malley. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I watched that um, in Double Dare. I like Double Dare. Yeah, I wasn't much of a... <clears throat> Mark Summers, Double Dare type of guy, <laughs> but Legends of Hint Temple and Global well, Guts, absolutely. Hint, yes, that was good. Uh, I, 
every once in a while it'll pop up for whatever reason and we try to go through all the animals yeah <laughs> just to remember blue green, barracuda green, right green monkeys yeah um silver snakes maybe i know there was a few that weren't alliteration i think yeah i think they made a movie did they make a movie Legends uh, of the Hidden I Temple. Think so too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. So, <laughs> I think we find out what we're going to do next time we hang out, hang out for uh, for guys' night. <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple movie. One of my uh, one of my favorite moments of uh, you know spending four years at Ohio U was the Halloween parties, obviously uh-huh. on Court Street. But I remember one year, guys, uh, like a group of six or eight, and the group costumes obviously were the best. Oh yes, and I came as contestants of Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Dude, the, the part I would always like scream at the TV about is at the end when they were trying to put that monkey statue yeah, absolutely, together. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it looks yeah. so easy as a kid. You're like, just what are you doing? It's like three pieces. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then a few, a few times I remember they got the head, but they, they thought they won, but they didn't push it all the way down. Yeah. So they're like excited about it. And then another team wins because they pushed their head down. for it. Absolutely. No, those are, uh, man, what a, what a good show that was. It was a very Bring good show. Back. And there's no, there is no, um, as far as I know, no kid game shows like that anymore. I, I, your guess is good as mine. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really know. We don't. Get, I don't even know. Is Nickelodeon even a channel anymore? Yeah, it, it is. Um, um, we don't have cable, but we have. Neither do uh, we. Yeah, we have all the other stuff. We have a bunch of different um, apps and streaming services and stuff. Either they don't have them, or my kids don't haven't, haven't them. found them. Yeah, but but yeah, I haven't seen any of those. And that was just. A, it, it was another one. Um. It was more. It, it was with there was four four panelists and they were like Nickelodeon stars or, or famous people, and the host was an Olympic swimmer. Her last name was Summers. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, was man. They like had to guess what the person did. I think I think the, the host was Summer Sanders. Summer Sanders. That's, that's what it was. Name. Yes. Yeah. And I remember and, that. I can't remember what that show was. That was a good show too because um, I vaguely remember that one too. Uh, I it was cool. Fact checked it right now. I, I am. <laughs> It was cool because the kid was the like the spotlight, you mm-hmm. know, because they were trying to figure out what what they did. Um, gosh, what is it? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out right now. Man, I just Google search Summer Sanders Nickelodeon. Here it is, right? Here. Well, I'm on her Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> it's not on here. <laughs> it was that big of a hit? No, it. I really liked it, but it, apparently, um, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember that's. Because Summer Sanders ended up doing, like, doing okay with like TV broadcasting. I think that was like her first gig. Yeah, it's, it was on here. There's a bunch of sports stuff she did yeah. after that um, show that I can't can't find right now. Uh, let's see. It was a big hit. There's pictures right here. Why doesn't tell me the actual name of the show? Um, <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's memories, childhood memories. Figure it out. Figure it out. That's yes. right. I, I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Figure it out. <laughs> right. Oh, what a what a good show. Yep. Because it was again, it took a bunch of a bunch of Nickelodeon stars too, so you got to see them do other mm. things. You know, that <laughs> took too long. Yeah. Well, it's conversation. <laughs> no script today. <laughs> there is not. That's right. When you ask what we're going to talk about, I said yep. whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever pops up. You know, because because there's some people I can't do that to, and that's why you've been on several times because I know we can just. Talk hey, about whatever, anything, you know. Yeah. Just didn't know where the direction is going to go, and no. And now you've got a point of conversation with your next guest when when the voice of Wayne of the Wayne State Warriors come on. Be like, you know what? If you have any connections, I got a buddy who'd love to be the host of a Nickelodeon <laughs> game show host. If you work your way up, so keep that in mind. I got it. <laughs> well, you've helped me a lot. I'll see if I can help you. Get there you go. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, so the uh, school year is running pretty smoothly, right? Yeah, and you're getting towards uh, the end, isn't it? Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we about about a month now. I mean, so our last our, our last week's the the week of May 24th ish, right uh, there. I think the, I think Thursday 27th is our last last day. Maybe. Yeah. I was very pleased with how the school year went, as far as my kids are concerned. I think I think they only got quarantined one time, but um, for the younger kids, it was awesome. They did really well, and yeah, I think, and I, obviously, I'm not down at that level, but I think for the most part, I mean, it's it's been. With the early, and I, I really believe, um, you know, with the, with the younger kids to, to have them face to face as much as possible, I just think that's so important in yeah. terms of um, where they're at developmentally with learning and social and, tro- and social reasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was really happy that the schools from the get go were able to, I think they started off four days a week, yeah. you know, the face to face with the elementary kids. Um, 
and then transitioned to five days pretty uh, quickly when we came back in January mm-hmm. ahead of the older kids. So I, I, with the younger kids, I just think the more time in school, the better. That's just, and that's everybody's, I, I, everybody kind of, kind of thought the same way yeah. that there's, there's, that's the most benefit for those kids in, in a lot of different ways. And you can't duplicate what kids get at that age level in the classroom at home, remote, remotely, mm-hmm. any other way. So glad, glad to hear that Mateo and Lillian had a, had a good experience. Yeah. They're, 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 uh, they never had an issue. They never, I mean, not to say that there were kids. I'm sure mm-hmm. there were kids that had problems, you know, in Paris. Absolutely. Paris but we didn't, and, and they came out okay. And <clears throat> now baseball season is upon us. And it's cool to see, like, Lillian had, uh, I'm coaching her PW6 team, the coach pitch team. And when we got the roster, she was like, who's on, you, I want to know who's on the team. And I was telling her name. She's like, oh, she's in my class. Oh, I know her. Yeah. And it would have been totally different if they weren't in school. Absolutely. You know. And that's At that age, too, I mean, you know, doing those extracurricular things, that's a huge part of it, of yeah. just enjoying it. I would imagine a lot of kids, when they first get interested or start doing, whether it's, you know, baseball, what you're doing, what Lillian's doing, or, or gymnastics, or soccer, soccer, or yeah. whatever it is, the first attraction is, who do I know? Yes. Yeah. And and then once you get them there, they're like, all right, I got friends here. And then they're like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yep. And then as you get older, be like, I, you know, it's I really like to play now. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the people around, but I really like to play. Mm-hmm. So I think just that engagement piece, more than anything, is really good. And, and a lot of that's uh, the, the social circles that, that fly around it. Yeah. And and you're very right on the fact that how how first it's uh, we sign our kids up for everything when when they were younger. And figure it that way. We can figure it out as parents what they like to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a cold. I got my second shot. Oh, and I got a little cold after that. Oh, when did you get your second shot? Um, it was a, like eight days ago. Okay, and this thing's been lingering for like five days. Really? <laughs> yes. <Uh-oh. laughs> so I told Andrew it was either that or it was a, a coincidentally got a cold. Yeah, you know. So yeah. it's all right. Um, or you're one of the breakthrough cases. <laughs> And you're sitting here with me. <laughs> um, so I, uh, so we we sign them up for this, and then and then as soon as they like you said have friends mm-hmm. and they know people, then that makes them come back. And that's for me, it feels so much better because now it's not a struggle to get them to go to next practice. Because yeah. as a four year old, like you got soccer practice, and you're like ugh, mm-hmm. you know. But oh, so and so is going to be there, mm-hmm. so it would make it a lot better. <clears throat> I know. Um, even even with Mateo, Mateo's on a travel baseball team, so that's the same way. Like. And, and with with him, I think he's older. So they, even though he didn't know all the kids, like they immediately become friends right away. Yeah. And kids are like that too. I think we were so I forget where we were at, um, but Lillian came up to us. They had met these kids for like twenty minutes, and she's like, she says, uh, "I was like, you guys still playing?" She goes, "Yeah, our best friends want us to go over here and do this or do that." And they've been playing for like twenty minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids just run with it, you know. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, that's like when we take, you know, Alice is quite. a quite a few years younger than yours but like if we, just, if we just take her to the park and um you know just random kids that she never knows all of a sudden they're best friends yeah and uh you know we were we were down in florida um for spring break and and alice really like going to the pool and she met two girls that are a little bit older i think they were like five and four mm-hmm. and um they would like jump into the pool together and, and the entire rest of the rest of the week alice would be like Where's my friend? Where's my friend? And <laughs> just clinging to that social yeah. interaction, you know. So we're we're anxious to kind of get her more involved in in different things with more kids. How old is she? She's she'll be two and a half here okay. in uh, a week or so. All right, yeah. So so next year, P A B S C just started. Last year, they started a three and four year old T ball. So wow. So uh, my experience running the parks for the city <laughs> with four year old T ball. <laughs> Was an I can't imagine with three three and a half year olds. I saw last summer um, the board members had to like go monitor the fields, make sure COVID yeah. stuff and everything. For the three and four year old team, well, there was probably as many parents on the field as there were kids. Hundred percent agree and, with and that. You have to. Yeah, just, I just I would tell all the kids that worked for me with four year old T ball, and uh, I tell them, hey, guys, bats are gonna be swung your way. <laughs> They're gonna be all over the place. Be careful. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a lot of playing in the dirt. You know, just try to get the kids looked engaged. Don't worry about positions, you yeah. know, and just make sure. And it's like it's like the pod soccer, like the bumblebee yes. soccer, all the kids go together. That's yeah. how, like, four-year-old T-ball was. 
I remember going to watch the little game yeah. that my kids are doing. So you have one ball that would be hit <laughs> towards third base, but really it's like a bunt. And um, mm-hmm. all 9, 12 players just kind of swarm <laughs> to the ball. And then they all like, like die for it with their mitts and kind of like trap it. And then you can't – so everybody's safe because, yeah. I mean, nobody's throwing anybody no, out. No. You know, and it just kind of turns into a race who can get the ball. So we, I mean, we tried so many different things to actually try to like teach the game. And it just at that age, it just seemed nothing was successful. I think you just got to get them, just get them out there to be out there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It yeah. just it just kind of turned into like, like you said, just get them out to get out there and Base, you know, baseball sitting. Yeah, <laughs> baseball. So yeah, that's never heard of that. Um, but yeah, just exposure, get them outside, do something fun, and hopefully you yeah. know something clicks. You know, with with some kids that they're interested in, and they and they kind of stay with it, whether it's softball, baseball, whatever it might be. Yeah, we had practice yesterday. We we had our last one canceled, so we've only had two in like two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I learned with Mateo I, when I when I coach his coach pitch team, I the the balls we use are those the squishy baseballs, oh, yeah. right? Yep. So um, we were first playing catch, and a kid got hit in the head, started crying, this and that. And then another coach comes on after us to with his team, and he has a bag of tennis balls. Yeah, and he's like, "This is my third time doing this. I learned to play catch with tennis balls first, and and then I immediately that like that next day I bought tennis balls. We we're playing, and then that's what I'm doing with Lillian this year. Yeah. Let's play catch with tennis balls, and then we'll slowly integrate these <laughs> these squishy baseballs. <laughs> and it, it's working all right. We, I mean, the second practice we were we were using them a little bit. The squishy baseballs probably aren't. That much harder than the tennis balls, though. Um, they you use like the like the squishy or like the cloth squishy ones. Oh no, these are like these look and feel like a baseball, yeah. but you can squeeze them. Oh, uh, there's and you can't. I mean, it's not like it's still hard rubber. Yeah, it's a, probably it's softer. It's definitely softer than a lacrosse ball, but um, it's this tennis ball. Oh, uh, okay, are a lot lighter. We lot used to use these. Um, they're like a cloth baseball yeah. for like four year old t ball where you can like squeeze them but they're a cloth okay yeah so if, if a kid did get in the head and head or it didn't matter yeah i mean it was, yeah. it was yeah it was like a ping pong ball coming at them or like an oversized <laughs> cotton ball type of thing yeah. you know so it was yeah so we used those and yeah we switched over to those when i was running the parks for that exact reason because yeah. so many kids were first of all nobody could catch yeah. so you never knew where that, <laughs> that ball was going and uh it just uh once the kids realized it didn't hurt then it's like oh okay yeah so <laughs> How how was you, you talked about Florida with Alice and, yeah. and Lindsay? How was it? It was it was nice. Um, you got to watch baseball while you're down there, right? Yeah, we went to uh, that's uh, I call it the great uh, spring break compromise with Lindsay and I. So uh, <laughs> the story on that is uh, when I when I got into uh, administration mm-hmm. at, at 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 the schools, uh, I stopped coaching track, and in the past. I would always stay back. I would never go on spring break because I would r- help run track practices. Yeah, um, a lot of the coaches had kids um, that were older. They'd do the spring breaks together and things like that. And and kind of my whole career as a track coach, I was either single or newly married without any kids, without any obligations. So I'd, I'd stay back and run, help run track practice. Sometimes I'm the only coach there. Uh, sometimes there's others. Um, but when I got into admin, I stopped coaching track. So Lindsay and I were like, that's take a look at spring break and my wife loves traveling okay and and so do i and so we're like okay so we're talking about like places we want to go and my wife is very much she likes going to the beach being on water you know things like that it's not that i don't um but i I get i get bored and um so we're kind of talking about different places to go and she had mentioned she wants to go on the beach and you know things like that so i'm just kind of like you know just spitfire ideas and like what about you know sarasota Mm mm-hmm and uh, she said, well, you know, so she looked at it and there's a, a, a nice little beach um, called Lido Beach is kind of where we go on the outskirts of Sarasota. She goes, well, why Sarasota? And that's not really, it's <laughs> kind of like the reputation of being like the old person town okay, a yeah. little bit. And yeah. it's just the key's not too far from there. And that's kind of like where a lot of people go for spring break. I said, well, the only reason why I said Sarasota is because the Orioles has spring training there. <laughs> I know it's on the golf. I know it's on the golf side. And uh, so we looked at it, and um, this is about like four years ago, maybe. And um, you know, so we're like, let's try it. And so we got Airbnb, and and uh, so we usually go. We've gone there. I think we've done this about four years now. Um, we've gone there three of the or maybe five years. We've been there three times, and um, usually get like an Airbnb that's right there. And then we always go in for a couple of Orioles spring training games. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the Orioles are usually there like the last week. 
of their spring training is kind of when it lines up with our spring break. Um, so, it, so that's always fun. And then, um, you know, what we like about Lido is it's a little bit more quiet. Mm-hmm. Not as many of the college, high school spring breakers are there type of thing. And everything's like walking distance. So once we get to the Airbnb, um, there's a place called St. Armand Circle with a bunch of restaurants and shops, you know, thing like, things like that. You can walk to the beach. And um, so you really only need to <sighs> kind of go off that island piece um, if you need to go grocery shopping or like the, the Oriole game, we'd have to drive there. So oh, okay. that's kind of like the great compromise with, with that. Um, well, now Lindsay has to like it because it is so quiet and you have a kid now. So it's, oh, it's probably a lot. It's this, probably really nice. Yeah. This past uh, March, it, it was just, we actually, um, we actually did, we didn't stay in an Airbnb. We stayed at the Lido Beach Resort, which oh, is nice. right on the beach, um, which we had booked last year, which we didn't go because of COVID. Yeah. So everything was already paid for for this trip, and like the air, the airline tickets were already paid for, which was really nice. Oh, so you had everything booked, and yeah. Canceled and oh, okay. yeah, so we had everything booked, and, nice. and they just offered us kind of like a credit type of thing. We're like, we'll just reschedule it. So we just rescheduled it for the, this spring break, and, and everything worked out fine. And it was really nice because it was um, Alice was a little bit older, um, so she was petrified of the beach at first. <laughs> so the, the first couple of days over there was kind of chilly, so we didn't really go out. But we walked out to the beach one day, and she refused to walk on the sand. Um, my, one of my kids was like that too. I can't remember who, but they, they were afraid too, especially when the water, when you get to the water and yeah. it would like come at you. Yeah. She was the same way. She, yeah. it, it, she, which is, we thought was unusual because she really likes the water. She loves okay. the pool and things like that. Um, but was like petrified to put her hand, hands and <laughs> her feet in the sand at first. So it was really funny. It was like, maybe the, the first or second night we were there, like I said, it was kind of chilly out. So we went down to the beach and we're, we're sitting in, um, um, like a beach chair or whatever. I don't know what they're, whatever they're called. Yeah. And um, we have all our clothes on like, because, it, like I said, it's chilly. It's like pants and stuff like that. And we're trying to get Alice used to the sand. And so she's and, – and we went to the grocery store before we came, and mm-hmm. she found all those, like, like the beach toys, like oh, the yeah. shovel and the barrel and all that yeah. – and the bucket and all that stuff. So she brought those out. And we're like, all right, she's going to play, but she's petrified of the sand. <laughs> so she's sitting in the chair, and she's trying to play with, like, the sand – shovel and the bucket while sitting in the chair so she doesn't touch his hand and her weight oh no kind of tipped the chair as she fell in to the sand and then she started screaming me hands dirty me hands dirty me hands dirty and then she was like freaking out we had to like oh, quick no. book her out put her back on the chair and she's just just crying screaming and then um as the week progressed she got a little bit more and more comfortable being out in the sand and um but the last day we were there she was like Actually, like running out to like to the to the water. And, oh, nice! And she'd put her feet in the water a little bit, and and then I think we kind of scared her a little bit because we were in the water at one point, and there's little fish swimming around, mm-hmm. and so we showed it to her, and she's like fish, and then she like ran off. <laughs> um, but she loves the pool. I mean, so she would spend she'd be up every morning, and be like pool, pool. Oh wow! Um, and and so she likes like taking on the on the first step and like jumping in, and we'd catch her. Oh, okay, yeah, and. Um, when she was younger, not last summer, the summer before, she did like rescue swim classes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so she did really well with that. So she's pretty comfortable in the water, which is nice. There's nothing worse than going on vacation and finding that your kids are not enjoying any part of it. Yeah, especially that, the main oh, part, like yeah. the beach. You're yeah. like, come on, this is what it is. This, well, is, this is Florida. <laughs> that's what we thought. I thought, at least for the first two days. The other problem we had was with Alice, uh, aligned with that was. Right before we left, her Lindsay's mom, you know, Alice loves Bo Peep from Toy Story. Oh, okay. Loves Bo Peep. <laughs> so literally right before we left, um, Al, or Lindsay's mom bought Alice a cane that Bo Peep has from Toy Story 4. <laughs> she wanted to bring it. And she wanted to bring it. And we went, we said no. I yeah. mean, because you can't get this through the security. Yeah. I mean, and um, as soon as we got there, Alice would be like, me go home. Me want my cane. Oh, me want my no. cane. Me want my. So for the first, we were there for seven <laughs> days. For like the first like four or five days, she's constantly saying, "I want to go home. Where's me cane? I want to play with my cane." And I'm just like, oh Jesus. Um, oh, and eventually, man. she once like the weather warmed up and and we were able to get her into the pool and stuff like that. That yeah. she kind of oh, stopped. She, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because that, she liked going to the pool. So... But the first couple of days when the weather was a little bit. You know, colder and overcast, and I'm yeah. just like, this is gonna be a long <laughs> seven days. 
you know, so, you, you know, we we had that the problem with uh, going on vacation, and when we buy kids toys, like especially when we went to Disney, mm-hmm. we bought them toys because we know Andrew and I both know like they're not going to play with these when we get home. Uh, it's something they want right now, and they're going to play with it for a few days, yeah. and then trying to get it back home too. Yeah. Um, now Disney's pre- Disney's cool where they can they'll ship everything back that oh, you nice, buy yeah. if you want. Um, but they Mateo bought or they both had like these they look like light up swords or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh we were getting off the plane and Mateo goes, I left it on the plane. No oh, no. And they're not gonna let you go back on yeah, the plane. Yeah. yeah. So that's a no no. So I had I asked, I was like, Hey, you know, we literally just got we didn't go very far. We just got off. Yeah. And we asked the the woman at the desk, like, he left a Disney sword. Can you go see if it's there? And she went and she came back out with it. And we're like, oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, like, he played with it like another two days. And now it's yeah, it done. Yeah, that was done with it. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted it at the time. Yeah. We just left all Alice's beach shows we bought at the hotel. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We didn't try well, to we bring them back. I know. That's what we're going to do with them. I mean, yeah, we just left them there. And and she's young enough where she didn't even remember that she had Oh, uh, no, she didn't. No clue. <laughs> that's the the. The worst part, like our kids have like special stuffed animals that they mm-hmm. sleep with all the time, and um, and we just went to Louisville, and Andrew's like, we're not bringing the special ones because if you forget it or we lose it somewhere, it's gonna be devastating. We're gonna bring this, these other ones that you don't really care about, yeah. but you have something, you know. That's like that, risk versus reward though, because if you don't bring them, are they gonna be able to, you know, sleep at night? They didn't or... even get them out of the bag. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. No, all they right. didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Horrible yeah. sleeping in a hotel room, two beds with two kids. Oh, yeah. The the first night, they slept in their own bed w- with each other. And it was, they were up at like 5 a.m. ready mm-hmm. to go. And the blanket, they were so loud sleeping. We didn't sleep very well. And then the next night, um, Mateo was with me and Lily was with Andrew. And we were, it was a lot better. And then the third night, they stayed the night at the, at my sister's house. And that was the best sleep. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Nobody, it I'm was sure. so quiet. We could have the room really cold. You know? Yeah. So when we uh, when we stayed in Florida, it was really nice. And, and Lindsay does kind of like all of our vacation planning. I have little to no work with <laughs> You're it. You're like, which, I just want to go to a baseball game. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all I want to do. Um, I'll give her feedback. She kind of figures it out. She knows. She, I mean, she knows what I like. Um, yeah. But we were able to get a room where, uh, like a suite type of thing where you had a bedroom, but then you also had like a living area in the kitchen. Oh, so like yes. when we yeah. so when we get back and Alice will go to Alice goes to bed around six thirty seven, we can put her in the bedroom, shut the door, and we can still stay up and you know, watch T V mm-hmm. is right during the tournament time. So we're watching oh, basketball, okay. things like that. Yeah. Um so we're not have to worry about like, all right, Alice has to go to bed at seven o'clock now we're all you know, in her blankets, <laughs> under the blankets, lights <laughs> off, don't say a word, you well, know, we don't wanna wake her up. <laughs> yeah. That has, has she always gone to bed that early? Uh, yeah, so yeah. we we put her on a pretty good routine from the get go. Does she have? Um, does she? Uh, do you have to wake her up in the morning to take her to sitters, or, or does she wake up on her? Sometimes. Own? Okay. Um, so I'm long gone before she wakes yeah, up in the morning. Yeah. But Lindsay's home. There's typically I would say Alice wakes up between like right around seven fifteen ish, right around there. Okay. Um, but there's been days. So Lindsay takes off to to take her to to Maggie's house mm-hmm. um, probably around right around a little before eight maybe. There's days where. You know, she'll sleep, and Lindsay has to go up and wake her up yeah. to get her up and ready um, to be there on time. So what, she, she's a good sleeper. What time? I'm always amazed by uh, parents who put their kids to bed so early, that early to mm-hmm. me. Because uh, our kids don't go to bed till um, 8.30. Mm-hmm. And that's been that way for a while. Even when they were younger, maybe it was it was like 8. Um, but we don't eat dinner until 6.30. Yeah, we eat dinner like at 4.30. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. Is that true? We'll eat it any, anywhere between four thirty and, and five thirty. Wow, you, yeah. you have to have like a second dinner. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, kind of. Um, not real. I mean, because I go to bed early too. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, we don't. We don't. Me and Andrew don't go to bed till like ten thirty. Yeah. So we. Um, yeah, we'll eat dinner. So kind of like our routine is. You know, I try to be home. I try to leave the school at four uh-huh. um, every day if I don't have an event. You know, after school or something like that to cover, and then Lindsay gets off at four. So she'll go pick up um, Alice. I'll get home, take care of the dogs. Um, our dogs are pretty high maintenance now, so that takes a little <laughs> while to do, you know. And um, and then when Lindsay gets home, um, you, know, you know, she'll change, and then she'll start working on dinner, and I, I get to hang out with Alice and play with Alice. And, and so just kind of depending on when Lindsay gets home between, you know, 4.30, 4.45, and mm-hmm. then she goes right into the kitchen and starts cooking, and um, she cooks almost every night. 
and then we'll eat, you know, five fifteen, five thirty, and then I clean up the kitchen and Lindsay spends time with Alice and then it's you know, six thirty, six forty five and it's time for Alice to get ready to go to bed. See, that was our thing was because not not so much for me, because I've had a job where I got off at two mm-hmm. between two thirty and three thirty <clears throat> for a while. But for Andrea, she doesn't get home till five and then depending on where she's coming from, it might not be five fifteen, five thirty. And our our thing was always like if we if we put the kids to bed earlier, then we won't see them a lot. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because when we lived in Toledo, Andrea worked in Perrysburg, and that's and she would drop Mateo off at her mom's, pick pick him up, chat with her mom. Sometimes she wouldn't get home till quarter to six, mm-hmm. and I have been home already doing stuff, whatever. And then if we and then if we put him to bed early, then I'd see him for like half an hour. You yeah. Know? So part of it for us was like selfish, like well we yeah, want to be able to see our children for a little bit. And then now, as they get older, there's, and and maybe if we would have, if, if it was like Allison would have been like, here's here's the bedtime, and it's going to be this bedtime for forever, um, then maybe we could, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But I can't envision like putting, trying to put our kids to bed early, yeah. earlier than eight. We even. we start when she was younger. We started we started like six o'clock was that magic hour. Now it's it's getting more to, you know, past seven oh, okay. a little bit. So um, you see yourself pushing it back. Oh yeah, absolutely. Older, yeah, she gets older, but she is. She's a lot like my wife, where she enjoys the comforts of her own bed. Yeah. And well, she can sleep for twelve hours. It yeah. Like. So yeah. there'll be times at night, like any two and a half year old will, will like, all right, Alice, it's, it's time to go to bed and time to get ready for bed, and, mm-hmm. she, and she'll kind of throw the temper tantrum a little bit. <laughs> um, but we also noticed the more at that at that point in the day, mm-hmm. the more what looks like energy she has, the more tired she really yeah. is. Yeah. And there's other days where We'll be it'll be like six thirty or so, and we're doing something, and she'll sit, and all of a sudden she'll just go, "Me tired. <laughs> Do you want to go to bed?" <laughs> yes, and we'll we'll take her up, type of thing. I mean, and ultimately, you got to do what's best for your child. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and if obviously, if if she was getting up at five o'clock, then mm-hmm. you're like, "Hey, this we're putting either putting her bed too yeah. early or something's happening." You yeah. Know? But if she's enjoying it, then. Yeah. Let's and go. she doesn't. She doesn't necessarily sleep the greatest during the day for naps. Uh-huh. She used. We used to have two naps a day. Oh, uh, okay. And now she's only doing one. Yeah. Um. You know, so she'll take a nap in the morning, anywhere between like an hour, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And then we used to do it in the afternoon nap, but she hasn't done that in months now. Yeah. I mean, so I think that's part of the reason why she gets so tired at the end. That's uh, early, early in the evening too. I know we we had Mateo. Mateo loved naps. He would take naps. I think. I think until because with two kids it was hard because we have to put Lillian down because she's young so mm-hmm. we had to put her down for a nap. But Mateo was to the point where he really doesn't need one, but we would still try to put him down. But he took naps um, up until on the weekends because he was in school. But up until like I think he was six, he would take a nap on a weekend. Uh, it was hit or miss. Sometimes yeah. he would just lay there, and sometimes we would we would put them both in and say, Hey, you can get up. You mm-hmm. don't have to, but it was, it was a while. And I think because he has, he was the older one. So we, we had to make it look like they're both taking a nap. Otherwise Lillian would throw a fit about it. <clears throat> but, um, but Lillian definitely stopped taking naps a lot earlier than him. Yeah. But, but man, as a parent, when you're, when you're, especially on the weekends, um, a new parents or parents with two kids just to have like a little bit of time, like here's like, nap time. That's, <sighs> You know, yeah. yes, yeah. I'm like that right now. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. I mean, it's it's nonstop. I mean, Alice yeah. is nonstop. So yeah, and and uh, and on top of your high maintenance dogs, yeah, well, yeah. You know, what, what's making them high maintenance right now? <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Big Daddy Graphics. Big Daddy Graphics is the only full time, full service Perrysburg Spirit Wear store in Perrysburg. They have two full-time graphic artists on staff to assist customers in creating eye-catching designs and full catalogs from the leading makers of quality garments, including Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, Holloway, Badger, among other top brand manufacturers. Big Daddy Graphics offers screen printing and embroidery for anyone from the sports world to the corporate one. They also offer promotional products emblazoned with logos. They can put your logo on nearly 1 million different types of promotional products, from coffee cups to golf tees, key fobs to lanyards, and hundreds of thousands of other products. So whether you live your life on the field or in the office, Big Daddy Graphics has you covered. To get started on your design, visit BigDaddy-Graphics.com. This could get a little graphic, Lorenzo. <laughs> oh, no. So is it uh, is it old problems or... 
It's a combination of two. Okay. So Camden, as you know, Camden, she's she's an older dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's 13 now. That's so, yeah, Texas 13. Yeah, so she's slowed down quite a bit. And I don't know, about two and a half weeks ago now, three weeks ago, she started having like, diarrhea, to put it bluntly. Oh, uh, okay. And, you know, and it, was, it isn't all that atypical for her. She's got a, a pancreatic condition. Okay. So she's had to be on this pancreas medicine almost her entire life. Um, so sometimes this happens, but kind of happened for a long time. And, but then she was almost like losing her control of uh, it. So like diarrhea in the house. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, so it was just, that's the worst. Oh, it was awful. And yeah. then she, or she would go out and, and she wouldn't be able to make it off the patio. And then it goes on the patio. So I'm yeah. cleaning off the patio things like that. And when she would go in, in, cause this, that Texas got, uh, sick a few times, um, when we would bring him back from being boarded mm-hmm. and, but, it's obviously it sucked. No one wants to clean up poop in their house, um, but f- Texas, for whatever reason, always went in the same spot. Yeah, so it made it a little bit easier because we could also like preemptively put something down just yeah. in case. Did Camden do that too? At least make it a little easier for you guys. Kind of, like- yeah. So she, she happened. Kind of the 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 trail of tears was around <laughs> the um, the kitchen table. We have a rug. And it's right by the patio door where the dogs go out. <laughs> so it's around that rug, okay. typically, yeah. when it happened. And um, and then, you know, it's one thing to, to clean up dog poop. It's another thing when it's diarrhea. Yeah. And it's, when it's loose. <laughs> I mean, we're literally taking a spatula from our oh, kitchen no. and flopping it up, you know, <laughs> that way. And, and then I I remember I just used it, and I washed it off of the hose outside. I was like, Lindsay, do, what do you, how do you want me to, like, what do you want me to do with this? She goes, just put in a dishwasher. I'm like, really? Oh. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. So is this, um, put in the dishwasher, uh, is this now back in uh, use? Oh, for it's un- back in circulation. Oh, no, Scott! <laughs> oh, it's, it's in circulation. It's not yeah. even marked for like, this is the poop Well, we wash, Well, I wash it off with the hose yeah. and, and soap and all that pretty clean. And, oh. and then it's, yeah, it's back in circulation. Oh, Lorenzo. no. I would, <laughs> I would have been like, nope, that's the outside spatula. Yeah. <laughs> You're an outside spatula. Yeah. Well, oh, God. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, my wife's not going to listen to this one, so it's that's, okay to say it. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So, but, you know, going back to the dog and... Yeah. So we're kind of battling that, and it's you know. So we're kind of thinking, what's going on here? Because she's she's older too, and and you know, is this old age? Is this mm-hmm. something else that's going on? So I called the vet and brought her in, and um, they're like, oh, let's try this, you know, this this medicine, and and uh, so we tried it, and and uh, things didn't get any better. Yeah. And at one point, actually, Camden woke up around midnight and just had diarrhea all over our bedroom. Oh, no. Which, that was very atypical. I say, that's getting worse. Yeah, yeah, so that is that is very atypical. Because um, usually she can sleep right through the night and and no issues there. I mean, she never has to get up in the middle of the night to, to do anything. Mm-hmm. And um, so did that. And so I called the vet back, and yeah, nothing's, nothing's changed. Nothing's for the better so they had to come bring her in and they ran all like the blood work and the mris to see if she had like any type of cancers or something like that and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff came back clean uh which is good um good but it's bad because it's good because she's healthy but bad because we don't know what's causing this you know that happened to texas also where i've never gotten blood work done on mm-hmm. them um once we had kids uh there was less money getting poured yeah. into, the, oh, <laughs> into yeah. the dog understood yeah so uh finally um we we got blood work done and it was, it's not cheap. And it came back. It's like, well, everything's good. And we're like, what? Yeah. That's, that, that's kind of like our reaction. <laughs> I'm like, he's 13. Yeah. He has bumps and lumps all over well, him. So, so does Camden. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Camden's got these little tumors all over yeah. her body. And they keep telling me, we'll just cut them off as she goes under for a certain. I'm like, listen, she's at the age where she has to have surgery. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, that's could yeah. be the end of her days. Yeah, you know, Andrea told me that same thing. Where, the, but there's there's some vets that will decline that. Like, no, you got to go somewhere else. Then we're really? like, wait, yeah. this is our dog. Yeah, you know, it's like, I mean, and it's not like she's two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, if yeah, old dogs and yeah, you know, so yeah, so we're kind of working through the Camden thing. Yeah. So we went back and just this past week and did all that stuff and and so they give her a different medicine and. And the next step is kind of like kind of treat it with like a protein food based type of thing, mm-hmm. um, which is great, you know. So and Camden since I took her on Thursday, 
and it's gotten better with this new medicine and I haven't even gotten the new food with the protein based type of thing. So that was kind of in the right direction. And then meanwhile, the other dog B, the puppy that's a a year, the new dog. She starts having diarrhea on Thursday. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so Lindsay had texted me when I was at work on, on Thursday. So B just had diarrhea in the house and threw up and B's a chewer. So she chewed on, She's got this like rag ball, so chewed and apparently ate a oh, bunch of this string, yeah. and threw that stuff up, and then had diarrhea in the house. I'm like, oh shoot! Yeah. And so we've been kind of going through that with now. So now bees had diarrhea oh, in in the house and outside the house. So it was <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday I woke I woke up because bee sleeps on her bed. Sometimes she jumps off. I'm up. I know she she got to go outside yes, or something. Yeah. So she jumped off. I must have missed one earlier in the night because I got up at. She oh, jumped no. off like at four. So I'm like, okay. So that's when that's when I get up, anyways. So I, I go downstairs and there's just bee diarrhea all over the same place where Camden goes yeah. around the table. <laughs> so this poor rug it has to get thrown out. And so I spend like the first hour and a half of the morning cleaning up all bee stuff. Uh. And then right when I got done, she had more diarrhea on a different rug. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, and geez. then so Camden comes downstairs and then poops all over the patio. I was like, this is just <laughs> the, all, the worst morning to start. Oh, my god! And um, so we think what's happening with B is um, she will eat Camden's poop. And we think that's what's causing the diarrhea. Oh, okay. And because Camden has that, that pancreatic medicine in her food and um, – just knowing from from our previous dog, and when Camden's over at my parents' house, you know their dogs would, would eat their her poop for her, I don't That's know. Such a weird. And thing then had the same me. thing happen. So we're tr- we're trying to fight that, but yeah. so like last night's it, it's like clockwork with B right now. Every three to four hours, she has to go outside. Oh. So every you know three and a half hours or so, she she gets up, jumps off the bed. I go out with her and, and get through that. So it's been from a dog perspective. A tough few weeks for us. Um, so, so I just googled why do dogs eat poop. Yeah. Um, what was the answer? Uh, so, so apparently, it's like here are the top twenty. Answers. Oh gosh, I'm sure we could check every one of these off. Uh, your dog might be hungry. Some dogs eat poop to clean up an area, like a housekeeper. Uh, That's gross. If your dog likes to carry poop and then eat it, it could be genetics. Some dogs have instincts to carry stuff in their mouths. Poop. Uh, parasites or worms. So wait, they can. So the parasites or worms can suck nutrients out of your dog, driving them to eat poop. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Your yeah. dog might be eating cat poop or other animal poop to keep to get key nutrients or minerals not available in his own food. Which, um, it's amazing that dogs know like, hey, I'm lacking something. Yeah, they automatically do it. I didn't know that uh, animals do that. Um, except. I saw on Weber Farms, mm-hmm. they had a mineral cart. It was, a, it was probably like two of these tables long and full. Each little cubby was had a different mineral. Mm-hmm. And they posted that the cows know what they're lacking, so they'll go for that mineral really? and eat that. Yeah. Wow. So it's not poop. but uh, so, how can, so dogs know this cows, but like humans, I can't tell whether I need more vitamin D in me or something. I know. <laughs> We're supposed the, to be the, the dominant species yes. of this planet. That is that is a very good point. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so it's been uh, from a dog. So needless to say, um, Lindsay's first moment of action yesterday was going to Walmart and buying a carpet cleaner. Oh, we, yeah, okay. We've, we've always talked about having just one. Yeah. And my, my dad's got one and another one of our friends has one. And we bought a, a five, I'm just going to buy one. Yeah. Because this is going to be, we don't know. With Candy, we don't know if it's old age losing control yeah. like if she's off schedule or not but so we just went out and bought one and works a ton better than me being on my hands and knees scrubbing with the arm and hammer cleaner and paper towels and a spatula so, and a spatula <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, we so always, nobody's gonna come over to our house for no. dinner <laughs> no they're just gonna ask uh don't use spatulas please. Yeah, yeah, yeah stay off the spatula <laughs> is yeah. that the poop spatula <laughs> uh we would always borrow my mother-in-law she lives right down the street yeah. and then after a while the same thing like uh, she goes uh you could just have it i'm gonna buy a new one <laughs> but she's she uh her she loves to clean yeah her, her house uh, i'm never worried about the kids like 
the kids could lick the floors there. Like, oh. it, it, she vac. No, it's her and my father in law. Yeah, okay. And they, uh, she sometimes we make fun of her, but she she'll vacuum twice a day. Like, it's just you two. Yeah. What do you? I don't understand. It's she's always keep, she's always been that way. Keeping though. busy. Yeah, she's always keeping been busy. That way. Yeah, yeah, she 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 enjoys. It. I mean, she when we were in Louisville, she over here letting the dog out. Yeah, and. We came home. Our house was spotless. She's mm-hmm. like, "Well, I couldn't just sit there and not do any, anything." You're like, "Sure, you can." You're like, well, I'm gonna be uh, taking trips more often yeah. then. So <laughs> every weekend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's it's so tough with the, with dogs when they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you you guys had to put Clement down. Yeah, um, well, it's a little different situation, you know. So Clement actually contracted a disease. Oh, did he? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So Clement. Um, contracted um actually a genetic had a genetic disease um that gets activated at some point in the dog's life from our understanding and they don't really know why or when or how Mm -hmm. it gets activated in the dog it just does and um so it did and then yeah, Does it happen would, to all those all those kind of dogs, or or not necessarily? No, no, not necessarily. Um, all dogs. Um, it's just one of those things where it's it just happened, I guess. I mean, I don't really have a good answer for you. Um, but it, it took a while from the to identify what it was, uh-huh. and you know, and we spent thousands, like literally thousands of dollars yeah. trying to treat and 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 help this dog, yeah. and and it just wasn't wasn't to be. Cards, yeah. yeah. I know Texas is having a real hard time getting upstairs mm-hmm. now, and that he sleeps by our bed. He's always slept, yep. even when he was younger. When he could fit, he would sleep under the bed. Yeah, Camden was the same way. Yeah, yeah, and she sleeps upstairs next to us, and harder time going up and down the stairs. Yeah, and now just recently, he he had a few times where he would make it, and then he would like slide down. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So we and and Mateo's really starting to like because before it's just like. I'd always be like, hey, say hi to your dog, you know, yeah. pet your dog. And now, like, whenever he falls or does something, like, Mateo runs, he's, like, really worried about oh, it. No. So now it's like, man, now, because we're always, like, concerned, like, how yeah. attached are they mm-hmm. to this dog? Lillian, mm-hmm. Lillian's a maniac. I don't know if she will understand it anyway. But I think because he's been around, I mean, they he's been around their entire lives, yeah. both of them, but they, like, grew up together. And, and I never saw him so, like, like worried about him now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be so much harder than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's going to be a, a tough conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, like, I mean, they know, or Mateo knows, like, he's old. And, and when he pets him, like, he feels these weird bumps. So we talk to him about, like, well, it's, he, you know, he's probably getting sick or this or that. We don't know for sure, you know. But And also, it's clearly, you look at him and he's, like, you can see his ribs. He doesn't mm-hmm. eat as much. And so now I know where it's getting to that point where, where we're gonna have to make a decision eventually because if he can't go up the stairs, um, he's a big dog. It's hard. Oh, yeah. to, it's hard to get him yeah, to go up the stairs. Can't carry him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, was, you could, but you don't want to do that. Yeah, because twice it, a day, you know. Yep. Or or and and he goes up there by himself, yeah. like during the day. Mm-hmm. So like we're gonna come home and he's like his legs broken or something because yeah. he fell down the stairs. So it's. That's it's what, tough. Yeah, that's where it's about Camden too. Camden basically stays, and this was telling the vet too. I was like, "Is this just an old age type of thing?" Because she she will literally stay upstairs in her bed all day. Yes, Texas too. Yeah, yeah, all day. I mean, on Mondays and Fridays, um, Lindsay's mom or dad watches Alice, and they they tell us constantly, like, "Yep, Camden literally stays up there. Yeah, doesn't come down all day mm-hmm. until like about three thirty or so when it's about time to eat. Then she'll come down and and, and kind of know." <laughs> But what's also us telling the vet what's also concerning is you know Camden's always kind of been ultra obsessed with food and, and things like that. In the mornings now, you know when I get up at four, um, she usually would okay, you know dad's up time to yes, eat and yeah. perk up and and go downstairs. She'll stay upstairs until either like I call her down or she's ready. Like this morning was a great example. I was down there and she didn't come down until. Lindsay woke up at seven thirty or so. Oh wow! They come down to eat, and so that's that's never been the case with yeah. this dog. So I think it's uh, old age catching yeah. up. That's a Texas. Texas only eats once a day, really. Mm-hmm. There's always food in his bowl because sometimes he'll eat in the morning. Sometimes he'll wait till we get home and he'll eat. Last night he didn't eat until um, we got home at like nine thirty. We went to see the play at, at the high school, oh, yeah. and he and that's when he ate dinner. But he had yeah. food in his. He never eats. Um, 
he only eats when people are home. He oh, never, really? He never eats yeah. by himself. So like sometimes he'll he's like he'll he'll I'll come home at like three. He'll come down the stairs, and I'll pet him, and then he'll immediately eat his food. Mm-hmm. And or sometimes he won't, and he'll just sit around and wait until Andrew gets home at five, and then eat his food. Yeah. It's it's like he he still loves people food, and he'll he's always oh, yeah. always by the garbage, right? Always by the table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just he doesn't want to eat, man, and it's it's showing because like I said, he's so skinny. Yeah. And Camden will uh, still eat all of her food when she does eat it. Yeah. Um, but definitely, she slowed down with it too. And uh, you know, B the other dog, she, we just we just keep food out for her all day. She just nibbles on it, as, as, yeah, yeah, all day. And, and Clevet was like wanted to be like that, but the difference is, you know, when we had Clement, Camden was young enough where Clement knew if I don't eat my food right away, Camden's gonna eat it. <laughs> Camden doesn't really eat B's food all too much. She, oh, she's okay. kind of learned, yeah. Now uh, she'll she'll do it every now and then. So, but like we like we if we would go up to like Lindsay's mom's, uh, when we had Clement, we just put food in and it'd be come and go, eat yeah. as it goes. And but at home, Clement knew I got to eat it all <laughs> once, otherwise Cannon's gonna get it. Yeah, it's never been the case. I mean, Texas was way, oh, was overweight when he was yeah. younger because we didn't know we would. There's just always food in this bowl. Yeah, and keep... <laughs> he got so big. Yeah. <laughs> I look at pictures now, like man, he was so massive. Huge. I, I always remember him being a big dog. He was so. like, I think at his, at his biggest, he's like 135 pounds or something. Wow, like, way overweight. Yeah, that's that's all right. <laughs> all right, Scott. Well, uh, thanks for popping in. Hey, thanks no problem. For, Happy I, to fill in. Sorry, I know I can, I know I can always. Uh, Count on you if I need somebody. I probably uh, did my family name a disservice today. <laughs> <laughs> Some of this, the dog story. That, you know, I, I think if I had uh, if I had more listeners, it would be a concern. But I think you'll be you'll be all right. Although, We're although the people in our circle, there is going to be a few that listen, and you will be talking to about the poop oh, spatula. Oh yeah. so. uh, the, the poop spatula is real at the Buker household. So. <laughs> if, if I named episodes, it would definitely be called poop, poop spatula. <laughs> uh, well, uh. I think I'm going to go home and throw that away now. So. <laughs> now that I know it's this, that wasn't like a normal thing to do. Um, I can tell you we've used, I can tell you we've used um, utensils for gross stuff like uh, cleaning, um, like cleaning grout or cleaning gross things out of the sink or, yeah. you know, um, which is probably still gross. Um, and we've cleaned it and put it right back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I've never scooped, scooped poop with the spatula. So well, that, that was new to me. It works though. I'm so sure. I'm I will sure. tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure it does. It's a, especially for the, you know, the diarrhea piece of it, it works. So gotta... uh, can I tell you, we started this, podcast not know what we're going to talk about and i'm glad the roads we went, we it went definitely down. went we're, down the channel we're, yeah. we're, they were perfect scott. <laughs> so thank you <laughs> thanks again to my guest scott buker for filling in today uh, i had a cancellation and he stepped right up to the plate and i believe he hit a home run especially with that poop spatula so uh thanks again scott thanks to real jp multimedia cuttlefish graphics perrysburg junior high stem lab Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.